At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all brought, all brought to you, rather, by BetMGM Nevada. Keep watching the, uh, the rich strike trip to the... Uh, to the to the uh, to the finish line, unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. It's Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Chris Valika will join us uh, momentarily. Talk uh, derby and uh, hockey and beyond, whatever he wants to talk about. He may just uh, he may moan for uh, ten minutes. I don't know. Dave Ross joining us as well on the show. Looking forward to that. Dave Ross will join us. Our own Dave Ross here from uh, from Vincent. Talk UFC two seventy four. How he ferreted that in uh, on the fights on uh, Saturday night which were, by and large, pretty chalky, I believe. Uh, we'll get to that. Really kind of like quick fights as well on Saturday night. So not the most, uh, not the lengthiest of fight cards. We'll get to it with that. And uh, Paul Spore will join us to talk baseball as well. Um, we get tweets at beating the book. This is from James McIver. said, Babe Ruth, Homer, 1919, Tampa Bay, 587 feet measured. The ball hit Flatbush and so on. Why was every street named Flatbush back then, by the way? Is that just me? <laughs> uh, Brady Leith hit the Oaks Superfecta and Trifecta 3,600 and 600 respectively. Book paid 1,500 and 616. Cited, quote, check the rule max payout 1,500 to 1 or 40,000 max payout. $1 bets exciting reality. Yuck. Love listening. Thank you, Brady. Uh, Jeff, now we have some NFL props that are out there. And DraftKings does a spectacular job having up all kinds of creative props. You have gleaned some for us here. Well, I, I just uh, going through as always because uh, we prepare for the show. Yes. So uh, I, I will say this: we'll, we'll start in the AFC West uh, here, Gil, because we have plenty of these to go through over the next few months, and the uh, we're going to just go with division where every team can possibly finish in the division here. So ah. as you see, this is kind of almost a to win the division market as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kansas City, well, actually, we'll start with this one. We'll start with the uh, the regular AFC West props. So all four teams to w- to make the playoffs, as we know, Gil, a, team, a, a division that is loaded, a division that the Raiders – we're in the playoffs last year. The Broncos obviously now have the quarterback. The Chargers somehow managed to miss the playoffs last year and went out and spent a whole bunch of money on their defense. The Chiefs are still the Kansas City Chiefs. There is no no price on this, but on the yes, it is 20 to 1, Gil. 
not for all four not, teams to not make long it. enough for me. I agree with you. I, I would like thirty. I would like forty. I, I just here's the thing: all four to make the postseason. The rub, of course, is this just in. They got to play each other, right? And they got to play each other each one twice. So that's six games right there, where you effectively beat up on each other, or one team gets just, or, or one team gets the worst of it, right? And in either scenario, because of that, you are behind the eight ball to get all four teams into the postseason. That's the problem. Here's what, here's what I will say: if three teams get in. The team that doesn't, I think, will surprise a lot of people. Like, I'm not so sure it's the Raiders who are the team that's not going to make the postseason. But four, I'm going to need more than 20 to one. I'd, I'd have to double that. But as far as, far as um, you know, that what you had up there on the other screen in terms of exact finishes. By the way, can you also bet these exact one twos, I think? I, there, there are all sorts of combinations. Yeah. To, to do this, you can do exact forecast where you go for second. You can go one, two, three, four exact mm. forecast. There are a lot of uh, ways to bet this. Uh, just quickly on these two. Yes, please. Uh, uh, on that are still on the screen. Uh, the most regular season passing yards. I think, Derek, I think. Isn't Derek Carr at plus 350 worth a, worth a shot there, Gil? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, okay, so the question becomes we're not in the DraftKings jurisdiction. If we were. What would we bet? What if we were if we were forced to bet? What would we bet? But would we actually bet it? My answer would be I probably wouldn't bet this and have my money tied up for a full season on this. But if you told me I had to bet on one of those, I think I would just take the Russell Wilson twelve to one and, and go just for take that. the big number. Yeah, just go for it. Yeah, because he's I, got wideouts. I, I I don't I don't have a problem with that either. I would not take either of the, the no. short shots. It's just not worth it. Uh, even though I, I thinking of think of what you just said though, it is way too early. I want to see what the schedule is because it, scheduling does matter in my season handicapping of when everyone plays everyone and mm-hmm. who has the tough stretches and long road trips. And we know the West teams usually have the most travel time just because of where they are. So uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what that comes out. But looking at these division finishing props though, Gil, this is the interesting one for me because this. First column is essentially the to win the division odds because it's your first place thing. Mm-hmm. Kansas City's your favorite to finish first, still win the division plus 160. The Chargers and the Broncos, it's actually funny as you look across the board there, the, the Broncos and the Chargers are pretty similar odds on everything here. They're both plus 250 to win the division. The Raiders are 6-1 to one to win the AFC West. You look at the West, the, the, the rest of this, also, pro tip, just let me interject. Yeah, go ahead. When you look at the division odds, sometimes at the same book, they are not exactly like you will see here. So, so be sure to actually look at both of these markets. You literally can get a better price in one of these than the other. So shop around even within the book. That's correct. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> which, is a, which is a fun way to put that. Gil, the intru- again, Thursday will make – it'll be a little bit clearer of a picture for me on Thursday. Because once I see when everyone's playing everyone, that really will help this out. But I'm higher on the Raiders than the market seems to be. Because that def- that, that pass rush mm-hmm. is how it really depends on how much Khalil Mack has left in the tank. You could argue they're the best pass rush in the AFC West again. Well, how, how much if, if we fast forward to like week or us talking after week two or week three of the NFL season, how much of our talk is going to be? 
the narrative, not just us, but everybody's narrative is going to be, oh, wow, how much a number one elite wideout means moving from one team to the next. It's very possible. The subtraction of Devontae from Green Bay, the addition to the Raiders, we may very quickly be like, oh, wow, we underestimated this. Well, I think it's going to be more... We're more likely to have the discussion, oh, my goodness, Aaron Rodgers misses Devontae Adams. Yes. So badly that Green Bay's offense looks average, more so than the Raiders taking that step that quickly. Uh, It it takes time, obviously, to get uh, integrated into the offense. Remember, it's a new coaching staff as well with the Raiders. Maybe you have a a slow start there. I I think the narrative that you could be looking at also in this division, depending on who Kansas City plays in week one, Gil. Yeah. Chargers-Chiefs is the week two matchup on Thursday night at Arrowhead. If the Chargers start 2-0 and and Kansas City draws like, let's say they draw the Bucks in week one in a, in a huge matchup right out of the gate, and Kansas City starts 0-2, that's the narrative that we'll be looking at. So of, have- of just, again, using that with the Tyree Kill situation, pulling Tyree Kill from Kansas City, obviously now in Miami, kind of working the same way as the Packer thing we just talked about. So we mentioned we have exact orders and we have top twos in division. Let's go to top twos in division, also available at DraftKings. Uh, it, can I interest you in this? So, you know, the Raider, the Chiefs are plus 160 to finish first. The Raiders are plus 330 to finish second. Do you play it that way, or do you take a prepackaged Chiefs 1, Raiders 2, plus 550 prop? By the way, the Raiders finishing first and the Chargers second, 11 to 1. That's the long shot. Broncos finishing first, Raiders second, 10 to 1. So there's all different ways you can play this. Let's put it this way. For this division, just generally speaking, the Chiefs are the short shot plus 160. I'm not so sure the Chargers shouldn't be the short shot. And I'm not so certain. Uh, and I'm not certain that Denver should be as close to everybody. I agree else with that are. too. I think that's the. I think yeah, even more. The, you're so, right. That's a bigger difference. E- even more so than. Yep. Y- you can argue that that the Chargers can should be the favorite. I have no problem with them not being the favorite. Mahomes is still there in Kansas City. You still have the best coach in the division in Andy Reid. There, there are there are plenty of arguments for Kansas City. But other than adding Russell Wilson, Randy Gregory was a good offseason pickup. Are we certain Russell Wilson is still Russell Wilson? We don't know. We'll we don't find know. out. And the Raiders, I, again, I mentioned this a few weeks ago. The Chandler Jones pickup for the Raiders just Huge. gets completely forgotten, and that could end up being as impactful as any pickup in this division. Chargers defensive pickups huge as well. What else do you got here? What else did you uh, grab for us? This is all, This is, again, this random NFL stuff available still here prior to the schedule being announced on Thursday. Oh, same deal for the NFC West. Rams plus 130, Niners plus 180. Why, are we still sure like the Niners should be that short of a shot without knowing who's playing quarterback? Well, here's the question for you, Gil. And I mean, if it's Trey Lance, it shouldn't be anywhere near that. I, I agree with you on that, but Jimmy Garoppolo is still there. Yeah, We I, can't assume that he isn't going to start week one for San I'm Francisco. I'm not assuming so. anything. So yeah. the, the one thing I will say, Seattle seems properly priced <laughs> across the board here. And they're out of the Baker Mayfield sweepstakes, I, too. It seems like no one wants Baker Mayfield at this point. For and, multiple reasons. Right? Yeah, I, I will say, though, I know it's the short shot, and there probably are, are as good or better ways to bet this. But Arizona is clearly better than Seattle, and Arizona is clearly not in the in the category of the top two teams. So Arizona finishing third feels 
pretty reasonable to me at a plus price. I like a little more than plus 175, but that feels like that could be a bet there. And you're right about the Niners. Like, we don't know who the quarterback is. We know that team's really good around whoever plays quarterback, but let me just let me just throw you can't really bet them until we know who's playing QB. Let me go back to the one twos that I was talking about before. Seahawks Rams finishing first and second in that order, fourteen to one. Seahawks Niners in that order, eighteen to one. Which brings me back to the division we just talked about. Those numbers in the AFC West are way better than those. A hundred percent. Way better. I would totally, again, if we were in a DraftKings jurisdiction, I would totally gravitate. Now now we're getting into what I actually make that bet. I might make a flyer seeing those on, on uh, one of those one-twos in the AFC West. Anyway, lots of football things to bet. They're all available all offseason. Chris Felica next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game. It is Gil Alexander. Thank you for the intro. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite version of Chris Velika is Salty Chris Velika. We may have that this morning. I don't know. Maybe he's over it. From College Game Day, of course, the Stanford Steve of the Bear podcast, and of course, Daily Wager. It is Chris Felica. Good morning, Chris. Well, I, I was over the ridiculousness of Saturday, and then to, to wake up and be sitting here listening to you and see that the Islanders fired uh. Barry Trotz. Like, I, 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 clearly there is something going on behind the scenes that caused this to happen, but you were an absolute laughing stock of a franchise and you bring in Barry Trotz and you get instant credibility you become probably the best defensive team in the league you reach the, the you're, you're one series away, one game from the Stanley Cup final last year and you lose one nothing on a shorthanded goal to the defending champions you've got a new building this year and as a result you have like a, a 13 game road uh, road uh, game streak away away from home to start the year. Yeah, the entire team basically has COVID. Your GM did nothing to improve the team in the offseason. So you're out of it basically from the start. And then over the last couple months of the year, they, they play for their coach. and They were one of the better teams in the league over the last, last couple months of the year. They still missed playoffs. And, and now it is. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't. I, I don't get it. And someone, and someone's gonna. Whether it's, whether it's Vegas, whether it's Edmonton, whether it's Detroit, or whomever, someone's gonna hire this guy and immediately next year be uh, an instant contender. This is exactly how me and my Caps fan friends 
We're talking after the Stanley Cup. Caps, I don't know if you know this, Chris, won the Stanley Cup in 2018. It was glorious. And they then, did. Yes. I, I believe they beat, I, I believe they beat the, the Golden Knights. They did, yes, in five. And, and then Barry Trotz wanted, and don't hold me to this, but I want to say it was like $5 million a year, five years, $25 million, something like that. And the Caps just refused. They were just like, no, no, we don't want to pay you. And so he was off to the Islanders, and me and my Caps fans, friends, I remember the one line that we exchanged always was, you know what, if, uh, if we, we, by the way, if we don't win the Stanley Cup next year, it, we deserve not to win it, right? Like it was that whole kind of thing where it's like, why would you do this? And, and this just gets back to a broader point. You know, when, when Vegas fired Gallant as well, and some people might disagree with this as well, but it's just it's a very different sport when it comes to coaches. They were so ready to discard him that quickly, so short after you know getting to the Stanley Cup Finals. It's just an interesting thing, and I couldn't agree more with you about Trotz, who has just been fabulous in both of his last two stops. I don't get it, man. Don't get it at all. And that still has nothing to do with a rich strike. Can you explain to people why this chaps your hide so much? It's just, look, as a, as a handicapper, as a horse handicapper, I think all horse players can handle, accept getting beat, losing bets. And look, we lose a lot more bets uh, than we win. But, but at least there, you, you want to see something to kind of justify or affirm your belief or, okay, how did this happen? Okay, I could see how this happened. Like, if it was a long shot in the race, like, whomever, charge it, simplification, tis the whomever. Someone that you looked at the paper, like, okay, I could see that. I think a lot of people, especially myself, probably have an easier time accepting. But when, when a horse that has zero, 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 zero chance on paper and you can't explain it. Like I don't, I don't like dealing in like flukes and unexplainable type things. And I think that's really what had me kind of upset on Saturday immediately in the uh, the aftermath of the race. The fact that you handicapped the race properly because you don't like Messier and you don't like Tava. You know, you you say, okay, this is going to be the year where there is a pace collapse up front, and there's going to be an honest pace, and it's going to set up for a stalker closer, and you, st- and you say, okay, Zandon or Cyberknife is going to run their race. One of those two are going to hit the board, so you key your bets in and around that. And the simplification is your long shot that you think has a chance. It, but yet you're right basically about everything, and then that happens. That, that, that's kind of what all I could really do. It's funny, my wife enjoys taking, like, sneaking her iPhone and, like, putting it at a conspicuous angle. Like, she's really not paying attention, but she's uh, recording me watching the race. <laughs> I like, love those. All, all I, it's sending, sending it to, to, to her friends and, my, and our friends. And, like, all I can li- literally do is, like, oh, okay, I was, like, stand it up, get, get it, stand it in the money. And then all of a sudden I just started laughing when, when, La- when, when Larry said it. So I'm like, what? Like, literally, all I could do was laugh. But I think what, what you and Jeff were talking about earlier, like, that, why that happened was the way these track announcers prepare for the race, like, they memorize the colors, and they memorize the silks, because a lot of times they can't see the saddle clock numbers. And it was the same thing with, with Tom Durkin when mine that bird 
won the Kentucky Derby. It was like such an improbable, like ridiculous, unpredictable result that like it's like the last thing your mind expects to see, and you have to like draw on your memory, like oh my god, who is that? But uh, it's funny because like if you you look at Mind That Bird, the past performances during the Derby compared to to what's right, like Mind That Bird was like spectacular bid. Or secretariat, <laughs> right? So uh, and wasn't like, it like seriously? Like wasn't like, it Chris? Wasn't it one of those right. things? Because Chris, Chrissy tells one of the more famous story times that he used to tell on my podcast and has featured in his first book. Then one day was the horse racing story where he had yeah. it was the final leg of a pick six or something. He'll, he'll correct me if I'm if I'm wrong on this, but it was yeah, no, he right. he no, knew no, immediately, no. right? He knew immediately because the pace his horse was running faster than Secretariat in the first quarter. He was he sat down, he slumped in his chair, and and uh, I don't know if it was his wife or girlfriend at the time. I can't remember the exact details, but it was like, why aren't you happy? <laughs> We're winning, and he's like, no, <laughs> no. And was there a little? I mean, what this was this was the fastest first quarter. They used to measure it by, I think, uh, mm-hmm. by two-fifths of a second, so maybe it's not exactly true. But but by any measure, it was probably the fastest first quarter in the history of the Kentucky Derby, and that was what was complicit in this, right? Yes, and, and just think about this, too. It took two foreign horses coming in from the prep race in Dubai to generate a speed duel up front. Like, like, like these are the North American jockeys and these horses have been like letting horses go out to the lead uh, just casually, un, un, uncontested in the Derby, and that's why you've had merry-go-round winners the last couple of years. And you get these two horses finally uh, coming out of the UAE Derby, and they go out and set up a, a ridiculous pace, and that's ultimately what did help cause uh, the, the meltdown. And, and, and Give Sonny Leon and I, all the credit in the world because he had nowhere to go and he was while, uh, laying back and he knew the pace was fast. And, and, and then he had to take a, a left-hand turn around Messier who was backing up. And then the rail, just you, you could see the Ometto red shot just epicenter and, and Zandon kind of drifted up and it just the, the rail opened up like the Red Sea and it turned into a, a conveyor belt. And he won. So look, look good for them. Good for the connections. History is going to remember this as the 2022 Kentucky Derby winner. But but it's like to to, to act like this was like predictable or foreseen. Like come on, you, like like you could have landed on a like I love like the revisionist history of some people because obviously uh, the people were attacking. Me. I I went off on Twitter and people were kind of like, angry with me or poking at me. And I'm like, look, you, you could. I'm like, you can cut. I have no problem with a long shot winning. Uh, like, it, it's fine, but it, I just, being like, I think you're probably the same way. Like, you, you want to, like, see, is there a number? Yeah. Or is like, something about the return points or service? Like, you want to have a justification as to, okay, I can understand this happening. Like, that, that's ultimately what. Well, I just kind of had to laugh because I'm like, there was nothing yeah. to indicate what? this happening. The horse ran, the horse ran three times on dirt in its career, in his career, and his three buyer speed figures, which are not the end all, but like to compare it to the rest of the field, his three buyer speed figures like 64, <laughs> 65, and 56. Like, like it, was, it was like a 40 point jump from what what his previous best dirt buyer was. So, Chris, and, let me let me let me. 
Yeah, so, let me jump in because let me jump in because we only we only have forty five seconds left. So I just want to get your answer to this. Boom. What what price? Sorry, I'm getting booed off by my guest. What what uh what price would it require for you to bet? You know where I'm going with this. Rich Strike to win the Triple <laughs> Crown. Oh, <laughs> I no shot. None. No price no, would be good. I, no. Yes. Like, you, 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 like, you give me, you give me, you give me five hundred to one. I'll, I'll, I'll put twenty bucks on them. Okay. Sure. Hey, there you go. But, I mean, yeah, but that, that's that. I mean, I, I wasted twenty bucks on a lot of other things. That's for sure. All right. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk to you before the Preakness in a couple weeks. I look forward to your. Uh, your... But he's got no shot. <laughs> he's got no shot. All right, Chris Valika, everybody. Good to spend a, right. good to spend some time with Chris this morning. Thank you, sir. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Chris Valika, F-A-L-L-I-C-A, on the Twitter machine. Not happy. It's the uh, the Rich Strike Trots Kinella. Oh, bad morning for him. Dave Dave Ross joins us next. Let's talk a little UFC 274 and beyond on the other side. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com. Subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, Andy McNeil on the Stanley Cup playoffs, Jonathan Von Tobel with all his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Lots of NFL preseason coverage when the time comes for that. Not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. The full VEASAN experience, and I mean the full one, which features daily best bets, email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate everybody's reactions to everything on the show. Um, this is from teasers and parlays. We don't have many avenues to bet horse racing in Tennessee, even with legalized gambling. No irresponsible gambling from me this weekend. Good to hear teasers and places. Uh, back to, uh, MX square better. Who's uh, other name? I couldn't pronounce this. Thanks for the mention on the show, Gil and butchering my name. Thanks for all the tennis picks. You're welcome on both. Uh, Corbin listening at work. And I heard the tennis play, but cannot for the life of me. Remember what is the play this morning again, please. And thank you. Good, sir. Uh, Albert Ramos Vignolas, Albert Ramos Vignolas, which I got at minus 123 yesterday. I don't know what the number is right now. I failed to check. Pardon me, but last I saw it was minus 138. Don't go above minus 140 would be my recommendation. Checking it right now just to see what the price might be on that. And what I am seeing is computers going slow. Is this How's this great radio, by the way? Waiting for my computer to get in there. Uh, Ramos Vignola is right now at minus one. Oh, whoa. Did I do that? Minus 164. Okay, that's not playable anymore, boys and girls. Sorry about that. In the words of the great Urkel, did I do that? Yeah, not playable. Don't play it over minus 140. Not playable anymore. Sorry about that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, he is the host of many programs here on the network, including including the Lombardi line oftentimes, where he comes in, and I uh, sometimes fail to say that he is co-hosting the Lombardi line. But, of course, he's also the uh, UFC podcast host for a strike, not only podcast, but show here on the network. It's Dave Berg. Every, uh, not Dave Berg. Dave Berg is an old-timer here at Vison. It's Dave Ross, everybody, for God's sake. Sorry, Dave. 
It's okay. I mean, some, I'll answer to anything, Gil. Dave, I mean, it's just Berg like is, my mom said. Just when you say Dave, you just show up. Yes. What look, do you need? Can I tell you who Dave Berg is? Dave Berg is one of the original Veasan guys behind the scenes. And the very first derby that we had here, he hit the winner, or he hit a trifecta Stop. or something. Yeah, he hit a trifecta, and Ron Flatter, Ron Flatter was so was so visibly dis- distressed by this because he was the expert, and Berg just randomly hits it, and Flatter on air goes, "Oh God." <laughs> Oh, that is beautiful. You know, Gil, yesterday uh, we had Thomas Thomas Gable on from the Borgata, of course, and I was talking to Thomas about the Derby, and he said that there was an elderly lady that went to the window and wanted to bet, I believe, the 21 horse on Saturday. And the, uh, the, the ticket person said, well, that horse has been scratched, but you could have Rich Strike, which is right next to said horse that you wanted the wager. So the woman said, okay, I'll take that wager. Bam. So like, yes. how, how nice is it to hear those stories yeah. of where maybe the horse you wanted, you, you know, you get the wrong, this time, this on the day before mother's day too, which is pretty nice. So when Thomas told that story, I told it to my mother and she said, did you have the winning horse? And I said, no mom, I, I didn't. <laughs> I wish it would have been a better, a much better mother's day for her too. My mother would have followed it up by wait, but don't you, shouldn't you have known? She would have started in on me. It would have gone ugly. <laughs> Uh, Dave, Dave Ross, everybody, of course, uh, UFC 274 this past weekend. Um, am I, am I okay in saying wasn't as, uh, as fun as some of us thought it might be? Tony Ferguson as a big dog didn't come through. A lot of folks thought that was going to happen after the year layoff. Justin Gaethje obviously didn't come through Mm. as a dog. That one was quick. Where did you stand on all of this? Uh, not my best foot forward. And again, I always say that the, uh, the first strike crew that we assemble each and every week, we've been, we had been on fire, uh, and we did have some differing of opinions, uh, certainly, but because Gil, this fight card felt off from the jump. Once we had the weight cut issue with Charles Oliveira, uh, that really did start to change my handicap because initially mm-hmm. I, I did like the over one and a half rounds at minus 160. that got juiced up all the way as high as $2. And then when the weight cut happened, I said, you know what? I'm going to clear myself of some of those positions because now I wonder if Charles Oliveira is going to come more forward and go ahead and say, you know what? It's going to be kill or be killed in this first round. That's kind of the way it ended up playing out. What surprised me on two different levels here, Gil, where the Rose Nama Unistide, she got steamed over $2 yeah. uh, before this. And I, I felt like that was the right side. And Justin Gaethje, it came all the way down after the weight cut to as low as plus a dollar fifteen. We were seeing where he was as high as a plus plus a dollar fifty. And Trevor Whitman is the coach for both Justin Gaethje and for Rose Namajunas. And I, look, with all due respect to Trevor Whitman, his pupils did not have the best days on Saturday night. And, and I thought it was strategic on both events. One, Rose Namajunas, I get it, you're the champion. You don't have to do a whole lot to hold onto that belt, but you have to do something. And when you don't engage with, with, with Carla Esparza and you allow Carla Esparza in five complete rounds to get one takedown and that be enough to win the fight. Jeez. Look, I didn't I didn't think that I was going to lose that way in a split decision, but I'm not mad at it, Gil. I, I can't sit here today and say I was robbed by that decision because the champ didn't do, do enough. And I'll tell you this, in between rounds, you could hear Pat Barry, who's um, – 
I believe they're getting married, uh, Pat Berry and Rose Namajunas, if they're not married already. And really kind of taking the lead in the corner sometimes, saying, you're doing great. This is perfect. You can't touch you. And I'm like, what fight are you watching? Yes, you're right. Carlos Barza can't touch you, but you're not touching either. It was literally a, a dance, and people literally danced instead of fought for three rounds. So you gave away three of five championship rounds and just didn't do enough. So I can't really be mad at it. In the Justin Gaethje fight here, Gil, I really thought we might see a more disciplined Justin Gaethje. And I know people are going, what in the world were you thinking? Well, <laughs> when he's disciplined, Justin Gaethje wins. That's how he beat Tony Ferguson. He was strategic. And when you know a guy is missed weight, like Charles Oliveira, you know what you want to do? Don't fight the fresher fighter. Fight him later on in the fight when maybe that depletion from whatever happened to cause him to miss weight could take into effect. He never gave it time to actually see if it would have an effect in the fight by going out gangbusters. And he knocked down Charles Oliveira twice. Oliveira, I get it. He, he invited him down to the ground. He didn't want to do that. Justin Gaethje, you are a world-class wrestler. You have top position. You have a hurt fighter. Instead of standing him back up twice where he's still fresh, I couldn't believe he didn't take advantage of at least one of those situations and try. So while I was on the wrong side of both, I thought Trevor Whitman as the coach could have maybe instructed his pupils a little bit better. Not saying that he didn't and they didn't listen, but it did not have the desired effect that I thought it should have had uh, for both those championship bouts. Can I have just one follow-up on, on Thug Rose? Because you you yes. had, you'd mentioned that her price went up. And this is, again, much more layman UFC fan than you are. But have we gotten to the point that Rose is just so popular, Dave, that it's going to auto-drive it up every time she steps into the ring? Yes, and also she's gotten remarkably better since the first time she had lost to Carla Sparza back about seven years ago in The Ultimate Fighter. You just look at the physical advantages that Rose Namajunas has against any woman at 115 pounds that wants to keep the fight standing. Rose is going to be a really tough out, where I really thought technically she could have done much more lead leg kicks. Uh, Carla Sparza, normally you know, they call her the cookie monster. She gobbles you up, she gets you down to the ground, and she uses that wrestling, which is tremendous, that Carla Sparza has to her advantage. That really was never in play. So, Rose, you're the striker. You've got the reach advantage. I know you're worried about the takedown, but my goodness, stand in the pocket for at least uh, 30 seconds of the fight and see if you can throw some weak leg kicks and maybe a jab and keep her off you. I mean, Gil, literally, that's what it would have taken. Maybe a 30-second flurry <laughs> to win a five-round fight. Jeez. That's how inactive. And for my money, and I hate saying this because you know how much I love the sport and yeah. I, I respect these fighters until uh, the cows come home. It's one of the worst, if not the worst, title fight I've ever seen. I've seen wow. worse fights. Wow. But in title fight skill, it's the worst uh, non-combative uh, title fight in a combat sport that I've ever seen. Yeah, co-main between Nama Yunus and Esparza. What, so what, we only have about a minute left here, Dave, but what's, what's the next big fight on any level you're looking forward to? You know, this weekend, actually, it's sneaky. Uh, we've got uh, Alexander Rockets going to take on Jan Blachowicz. Of course, Blachowicz came into power uh, when he beat uh, Israel Adesanya at 185 pounds, and people really went, wow, okay, this is this is a legit guy here in the, in the middleweight division, in the light heavyweight division. So uh, this one of the light heavies at 205. Uh, Blachowicz is a dog coming up on Saturday. I, it's like... Did we forget what he did to Israel Adesanya? And I know Rockets right now is the guy that's kind of steaming up in this division. I think it's going to be a much more competitive bout coming up on Saturday night. Uh, shout out, first strike, first look. We'll have that pot up for you tomorrow. And then again on Friday for first strike for the full hour. First strike, first look tomorrow. Latest podcast. All right. At D Ross Sports. You want to follow Dave on Twitter. 
sorry for channeling Dave Burke from oh, the early days of Visa. It's okay. I do apologize. I'll, Gil, for you, I'll answer to anything. Okay. <laughs> Dave Ross, the great Dave Ross. Thank you, man. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. Dave Ross, uh, also a, uh, a Swiss Army knife of sorts, even though Wes is the big Swiss Army knife. Dave, a Swiss Army knife of sorts here on the network as well. We'll come back. Paul Sporer on baseball on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Don't forget. Uh, the BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, is unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always a uh, always appreciate the, uh, the feedback on everything here. This is from, uh, let's see, this is from Jason H11. Uh, when you gave him out, you couldn't find anything less than minus 148, he said. Went up from there. So minus 164 now on uh, Ramos Vignolas. Yeah, by the time the show started, it was minus 138. And then there you go. Sorry about that. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Let's see. Uh, Chris Heath, best part about the Chrissy Pick 6 ticket was his father-in-law threw down at that diner in South City. I don't remember that part of the story. Bruce Dobigan, Rich Strike's time in winning the Derby would still leave him 11 lengths behind Secretariat. Oh, that's it? I thought even even longer. Kenny G, Gill, are you going to have any uh, baseball plays at any time soon? Thanks. Great question. I have not thrown down with any baseball picks. That is what I will at some point. But baseball has gotten to the point now. We'll bring in Paul Spore from Fangraphs for this. Also, of course, from the Sleeper of the Bus podcast. And, of course, the great Spore, uh, so twitch.tv slash Spore, where you can find him playing MLB The Show every night. But baseball has gotten to the point, again, I was trying to make this point last week, where the brain-dead bets are what I gravitate towards the most. So in other words, if there's a yes, first run, uh, you know, will a run be scored in the first, you know, inning, and the yes is gets up to plus 155 with two very pedestrian pitchers, yeah, I'll just play that without really even thinking 
anything like you know crunching numbers at Fangraphs. When when totals like they are now are getting into American League games sevens across the board, that's kind of what I exploit. So it's almost like one of these things. It's just different from how I used to do it. Uh, you know, we'll get to a point in the season where I'll be like, yeah, I like this team on the, you know in this particular game, and here are the reasons why. But I'm just not feeling that right now. We bring in Paul Spore, Paul. D- d- are you kind of feeling what I'm what I'm talking about there in general? Morning, Gil. I, I totally do. I, I totally understand where you're coming from. It's become a bit of a mess too because the margins are so tight with no runs that it's hard to even feel confident in in big favorites because they're only winning by you know one run. Uh, do you really want to risk that? Even taking a, a big favorite against you know a bottom team like a Tigers or a uh, or Pirates or whomever, you know. They lost all three, the Tigers did, but it was three straight 3-2 games against Houston. Anybody that was betting against uh, or betting with Houston was probably sweating those out. So I feel like even going brain dead with favorites is difficult these days because of uh, the low-scoring environment. Let me ask you about a couple teams that are not on the extremes that, uh, you know, some little less than 30 games into the season want to know if you've drawn any conclusions on. One is the Mariners. Obviously, we shouldn't draw conclusions on anything through less than 30 games. Let me just rephrase that. But that you're sort of raising an eyebrow to. The Mariners were a very popular pick before this season. Um, you know, people were bullish on the Mariners. Pretty in vogue pick. They have fallen on hard times. Uh, they did win yesterday, but they had, I think it was nine out of their previous ten they had lost. They're below 500. Five and a half back. Nothing to go crazy about. In an AL West, well, maybe you should go crazy because it's the Angels and Astros who are five games ahead of them in the loss column. But the Mariners, are are you concerned? No, not really concerned because uh, some key things have gone wrong and they're still just uh, three games under and not too far out. You know, obviously the two hot rookies, Kalnick, I know he expired his his rookie uh, eligibility last year, but, you know, still a prospect. And then Julio Rodriguez, neither really popping off. Matt Brash experiment didn't work. His command just isn't ready for prime time. And yet, they're still very much in, in shouting distance. Things are okay if you took a uh, preseason bet on the Mariners. So, no, I think all things considered, you can actually come away with a little silver lining and actually be feeling a little okay about them. How about uh, in the uh, in the NL West where the Dodgers now, can I say quietly, very quietly have just risen yeah. Yeah, to, the, to the best record in all of baseball, 19-7. and seven. And again, we've talked about, will, you know, their, their adjusted season win total is now over 100. Will Davey Roberts care? Will or, or whoever's puppeteering Davey Roberts, will they care about a, a high season win total if there's history in the offing? My guess is they won't, based on what we saw with the uh, Clayton Kershaw non perfect game situation. But they're, they're 19 and 7 at the top. And at the bottom of that division, twist this up a little bit, is the over 500 Diamondbacks. That entire division is above 500. The D-backs are five and a half games behind. Are they a thing this year, maybe? They've got some aspects that, that make them thing-ish, if you will, with the Diamondbacks. They've got some intriguing things that I like. I still like that offense to actually uh, jump up a bit. That, that has not played well. That was actually the part of their game that I thought was pretty decent with Varsho, Pavin Smith, Peralta, Christian Walker. Cattell Marte has been a nightmare, but they called up Alec Thomas uh, yesterday. I'm very excited about him. Outfield prospect, can do everything. Their pitching is carrying them. I don't believe in all of it. In fact, I really only believe in two-fifths of it 
with Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen. I think they can both be very strong pitchers, like number two, number three types. Um, Gallen even has some ace upside. But the rest of it I don't really believe in, and that's what has me a little bit skeptical on them. And then as they play the division more, I do think that they're going to they're gonna be on the wrong end of it a lot. So I like what they're doing. They're putting some things together in Arizona, but I don't know how it sticks with this pitching the way it is just because there's not enough talent to believe in. Dodgers, by the way, adjusted season win total is 102. The Reds now took two of three from the Pirates. So, Paul, that's the thing. We knew going into the weekend they had 19 games left against the Pirates. They take two of three, and they up their record to five and 23, baby. Here we come. And they're adjusted. Se- yes. And so their adjusted season win total goes creeps a little bit upwards towards 59. And so I asked you this last week, and you didn't have much time to answer it. I ran you into a wall, and I said, all right, 50, 58 and a half, and you were like under. You're still under on this even after this weekend? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I, I, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I usually don't. I usually think, you know, everyone's going to do their – uh, I don't know who popularized the phrase about it. You win 60, you lose 60. It's what you do with the middle 40 or whatever. That That's your season. That's generally true. But we have some teams that fall short of 60. And I think that they could also move a bunch of pieces to really bring home the sub-60 wins. That's probably the key here. If they hit a run and they end up doing you know okay and they don't trade a bunch of stuff, then I'm sunk. But I'm still going to stick under right now because I do believe that they will start moving pieces and really bottom out this team. Okay. How about today? What do you like? So looking today, obviously it's a, a huge schedule that starts with some, uh, with some early games. Nasty Nestor, uh, Nasty Nestor Cortez. <laughs> I really like him. You know, he's just a fun guy to root for. I don't know if you've seen the stuff about how he like takes the subway to games because he gets unrecognized. He's getting more and more recognized with how well he's pitching, but I, I just, I really like him. And, uh, and obviously the Yankees are good. You're going to lay a number there, but I'm okay with it. I think he's good enough to overcome that. Uh, Brandon Woodruff, I know Luis Castillo. Speaking of the Reds, he's returning, but I love uh, Brandon Woodruff. He's one of my favorite aces in the game. So I would go Reds over the, uh, over the Brewers, too. And then as far as DFS goes, I'm going to get a little wild with it. I'm going to go Woodruff. But I'm going to throw in Jeffrey Springs from Tampa Bay. He's only 4,000. I'd love for him to get a follower. We don't know if he's going to get a follower or make a traditional start. But he's got some pretty interesting talent. Projections are obsessed with him, too. They're talking like 16, 17 points from somebody at 4K on DraftKings. That's huge. And that would open you up to do a big Dodger stack at the Pirates because, um, you know, with offense being the way it is, Sometimes I, I, I go for just randos, but sometimes I just want to get a bunch of superstars together. So I'm going to go heavy Dodgers with Woodruff and Jeffrey Springs today, and that includes Trey, Freeman, uh, Betts, and you can get Muncie in there. I'm not a huge Muncie guy. I'd probably switch that one out. But, uh, yeah, I would go big on the Dodgers with a ace pitcher and Jeffrey Springs from the, the Rays. Jeffrey Parlay wants to chime in here because he's putting your picks down in the yeah, newsletter. Yeah, so, so Paul, we are, we are taking the Brewers today, correct? Yes, we are taking the Brewers. Did I say the Reds? I meant the Brewers if I said the Reds. Brandon Woodruff's my guy. I'm taking him in DFS and um, uh, on the money line there. Okay, just got clarification on that. So lay in the wood on the picks, and then uh, there are your DFS selections as well. Paul, appreciate it as always. Drive safely, sir.
Thank you so much. Take care. Paul Spore, everybody. Once again, twitch.tv slash Spore. You ever go on late night with Paul Spore, Jeff, just to see what he's doing there on the video games? If I'm awake. He's got a crowd. They're all watching him play games. Hey, watching video games is actually a lot more entertaining than it sounds oh, to some of a different age. Some people some people watch him, like, picking his lineups. That's how excited they are about that. Uh, good luck with all your bets tonight. Basketball and hockey. Ramos Vignolas. Let's see what 40 cents of CLV can get us. Lombardi Live next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.